Welcome, listeners, to another episode of The Judgment Pod. I'm your host, Alexander King, here to dissect and analyze the complex situations that come our way. Today, we'll be delving into heart-wrenching family dynamics, inheritance conundrums, and the strains of intimate relationships. Stay tuned as we uncover the truth and determine who may be in the wrong. Our first post of the day is titled, Am I the asshole for calling my daughter-in-law's parents deadbeats and for not giving up my position at her wedding? When my son, Josh, was 16, he and his girlfriend, Chloe, told my wife and I that they were expecting a baby. We were reasonably concerned and upset, but supported the two in whatever they wanted to do. They decided they wanted to keep the baby. Chloe's parents were not supportive at all and kicked her out of the house. We had her move in with us. My wife and I developed a close bond with her as we helped her prepare for the baby. After the birth of their daughter, Bryn, Chloe and Josh lived with us until they were 22. As they were so young, we really helped a lot those first few years as they got their general educational development diplomas, went to trade school, and so on. It was not an easy road in the slightest, but it made us all closer. I consider Chloe the daughter I never had. They are now 25 and Bryn is 9. Last year, Chloe's parents got in contact with her and said that they were sorry, they wanted to be in their lives, and so on. Josh and Chloe chose to hesitantly let them in their daughter's life. They have definitely played the part of overcompensating grandparents, who try to pretend no time has passed. Bryn is healthy, safe, and loved, that's all that matters. They have been standoffish with my wife and I. I feel they are jealous and maybe insecure when it comes to how close we are to Chloe and Bryn. We've tried to arrange for times to talk, outings where all four of us can be with Bryn, and so on, but they always rebuff. So we've settled to be polite and kind, getting along with them for Bryn, Chloe, and Josh's benefit. Chloe and Josh have recently announced they're getting married. She asked me to walk her down the aisle. She explained that while her dad is two, she'd love to have her other dad with her. I was touched. She has called me Papa Sam for a while now, and my wife, Mama Carol, but I still didn't expect this. I accepted. Now, Chloe's dad is refusing to walk her down the aisle because I will. He says that I'm encroaching on a precious moment between him and his daughter. I said so long as Chloe wants me to walk her, I will. Chloe has said she doesn't want me to step down, but also wants her dad there. I've said I'll support what she wants. She's remained firm that she wants to try to find a way to get her dad on board so we'll both walk her. Chloe's mom said I should step down because of course Chloe won't ask me to. I made a comment about how then I'd be just as much of a deadbeat as they were for so long. This pissed her and her husband off. My wife feels I've fueled this drama and I should just step down so Chloe can have both her parents there. I've said until Chloe asks me to step down, I won't. Am I the asshole? Top comment number one reads, You're not the asshole. He just doesn't want to have to explain to people why Chloe is getting walked down the aisle by two people, and he's trying to blackmail with refusing to walk her down the aisle, and he's throwing a temper tantrum now that you're not abiding by his demands. Guy like this will probably cave in the end. It's clear that he's the kind of person who cares a lot about putting on a good face and it'll look even worse for him if he is not even walking her down at all. Top comment number two reads, You're not the asshole. 
Chloe has said what she wants. It's up to Chloe to enforce her wants and boundaries. Her parents don't want to make a public display of their mistreatment of her. Well, that fucking sucks for them. Should have thought about that before they abandoned their daughter. Chloe is blessed to have you. Let these people choke on their shame. Congrats to your son and Chloe as well as you and yours. Top comment number three reads, You're choosing what Chloe wants. Her biological father is choosing his pride. Only one of you actually loves that young woman and wants to see her happy. You're not the asshole. Our GPT-4-powered Am I the Asshole expert Dorothy had this to say. The person writing the post, Papa Sam, is not the asshole. While his comment to Chloe's mother was sharp and could be considered a minor misstep, it was made in the context of a highly emotional and stressful situation where he felt his bond with Chloe was being dismissed. Chloe's biological parents, particularly her father, are displaying moderate offence. They failed to support Chloe during a critical time in her life, effectively abandoning their parental responsibilities. Now that they want to reconnect, her father's rigid stance on not sharing the aisle with Papa Sam displays selfishness and a lack of acknowledgement of the care and support that was provided to Chloe by another parental figure in his absence. Chloe's mother is also exhibiting moderate offence by pressuring Papa Sam to step down instead of encouraging her husband to compromise for the sake of their daughter's happiness. Chloe is not the asshole. She's trying to include important figures in her life in a significant event while navigating complex family dynamics. The most crucial perspective here is Chloe's. She has the right to choose whom she wants at her side on her wedding day, without being forced to cater to adults who are not prioritizing her feelings. Our second post of the day is titled, Am I the asshole for refusing to share my inheritance with my dad and brother after finding out a family secret? My grandma, dad's mom, left me 27F, my dad's, 52M portion of her inheritance, but left him and my brother 30M, nothing. For context, me and my brother have never met my granddad. According to my dad, he and his father had a very toxic relationship. After my dad and my mom, 49F, met they started dating at university, and they had my brother. My parents then got married, which made my granddad stop talking to my dad. A couple of years later had me, and we've been living happily ever after. After my granddad died, my dad began to spend more time with his mom. We got to also spend more time with her, and we even spent the Christmas holidays at their house. She was this sweet old lady who just loved us so much. Her energy was so electric and contagious. I won't lie when I say that Christmas as a teenager were my most cherished times. Sadly, my grandma passed away last year. After her funeral, I and my two aunties were called to speak to a lawyer. She died with a house worth more than 500,000 pounds, for context, she lived near Oxford, to her name, and over £200,000 worth of cash and other heirlooms. When we went through the inheritance, the lawyer explained that she divided it into three equal parts. It was between her two daughters and me who got my dad's share of the inheritance. She left her son nothing. When my dad found out, he protested and asked how was that possible, but I wasn't too concerned. During the proceedings, my grandma's lawyer, who was in charge of the inheritance, gave me a letter written by her a year ago. In this letter, 
to be read after her death, she explained that her husband, my granddad, had disowned my dad completely. This is because my dad is not my brother's actual father, as he is a child from a relationship my mom had previously. My dad met my mom when she was pregnant with my brother. My grandparents, my granddad in particular, thought this was extremely weird. He did not approve of this and was vehemently against it. My dad didn't listen and married my mom a year after my brother was born, which prompted my granddad to excommunicate him for good. During the years, my grandma stayed in contact with my dad, but we, my brother and I, did not meet her until after my granddad died. The thing is, neither my brother nor I knew that my dad wasn't his biological father. A day later, my dad called me to discuss the inheritance, but I didn't want to meet him. He doesn't know that I know, and I don't know how to tell him I know. I haven't received any money yet, but based on this, I feel like I will not share it. My family are understandably calling me greedy, but I just don't really trust them anymore. This is already causing heavy division in my family, and now I feel like dropping this news will destroy my family completely. Should I just be truthful about the reasoning, or what should I do? Top comment number one reads, What a cruel thing your grandparents did, to leave just you the inheritance in order to alienate you from your family with their money. It makes me wonder if this was their long game, finding a way to bust up your dad's decision to show unconditional love to the woman he chose. What you decide to do is up to you, but I hope you break this cycle of bitterness and hatred. Please take time to think on it. Top comment number two reads, You're the asshole. Your grandfather wasn't weird. He was cruel, resulting in fracturing his own family and not having a relationship with his son and grandchildren. He was an asshole. Your grandma made a conscious choice to continue that cruelty causing pain and strife from beyond the grave. She was also an asshole. Now it's your turn to choose. You can continue a legacy of rejection for some money and damage your relationship with your father, brother, and probably mother. Or you can choose to act with the love, generosity, and acceptance that neither of your grandparents possessed. You can decide to follow in their asshole footsteps or not. Your brother is as much your dad's child as you are. Look at what denying this simple fact did to your grandfather's family. Look at the years of joy he and grandma could have had with their grandchildren that were thrown away over asshole blood ties. What do you want the next few years to look like? Think about it real hard. Top comment number three reads, I mean, you're entitled to do whatever you want with your inheritance, but the fact that your grandparents disinherited your dad because he acted like a stand-up dude makes them massive assholes. Congrats on your jerk money. Our GPT-4-powered Am I the Asshole expert, Dorothy, had this to say. The individual in this scenario is not the asshole for the emotions and confusion they are feeling after uncovering a complex family secret upon the reading of the will. However, if they choose to not share the inheritance out of spite, or because they feel justified by the grandmother's actions, it could edge into minor misstep territory, because it fuels the division within the family further without attempting to address the complexities of the situation. Not being truthful with their father about the knowledge they've gained hints at a moderate offence, as it betrays a sense of family trust and fails to provide their dad with the closure he may need. It also denies him the chance to explain things from his perspective, if that's indeed what he wishes to do. On the other hand, the grandmother's decision, presumably influenced by her late husband's wishes, 
could be considered an unforgivable offence, as it has resulted in long-term division and hurt within the family. This especially applies if her actions were indeed intended to punish the writer's father for his past decisions, which appear to have been made out of love and commitment. The choice to share or not share the inheritance is morally complex. Sharing could be an act of kindness and help mend family relationships, whereas not sharing could be perceived as aligning with the grandmother's punitive intentions. Transparency and communication are crucial for the family to navigate this situation and could potentially mitigate future regrets and further divisions. Our third post of the day is titled, My husband stealthed me and now I'm pregnant. What do I do next? 40-year-old male and 16-year-old, 38-year-old female. My husband, a 40-year-old male, and I, a 38-year-old female, have been married for 16 years. Unfortunately, it was not a great marriage. We were young, he was career-driven, but he still wanted the 2.3 kids and the picket fence. I was always on birth control, or we regularly use condoms because I'm extremely paranoid about getting pregnant. Motherhood was rough, and after two kids, I was done. I had transitioned off of birth control due to side effects, and we were talking about permanent sterilization. But then we had a fight. I was drunk. He was not. I told him to put a condom on multiple times, but he did not. I've always been loudly vocal about this topic, and I'm beginning to think he was taking some anger and aggression out on me. He said he didn't hear me. Five weeks later, I'm pregnant with our third child. After his birth, I mentally began to unravel. Three years later, I find myself talking about that night in therapy, but my brain, at the time, created a false memory that the condom broke, oops. But in reality, this was what lay underneath. We are in marriage counseling, but he believes this was an accident and takes no responsibility for that night. I am confused about how to feel. How can I express these intense feelings about being forced to have a child when I was desperately miserable as a mother? How do I tell him he broke my trust? Top comment number one reads, Are you in individual therapy? If not, please get a therapist outside of couples therapy. This is above Reddit's pay grade and you need to process this. I'm so sorry this happened to you. Sending you love and peace. Top comment number two reads, This is something you should discuss in detail with your therapist and then bring up in marriage counseling. Professionals will have better advice than Reddit's armchair specialists. Top comment number three reads, Whoa, this is big stuff. Stealthing is a form of sexual assault, so it's no wonder you feel so betrayed and angry. I would strongly suggest individual therapy for you to work through it all. I'm so sorry this happened to you. Our GPT-4-powered relationships expert, Dorothy, had this to say. I'm sorry to hear about your situation. It's important to remember that your feelings are valid and it's crucial to express them. In your therapy sessions, try to articulate your feelings about that night and the impact it has had on you. Use I statements to avoid sounding accusatory, such as, I feel betrayed because I had clearly expressed my wishes, but they were not respected. In your marriage counselling, bring up this issue. It's a significant event that has affected your trust and mental health. If your husband is unwilling to acknowledge his role in this, it may be beneficial to have individual sessions with him and the counsellor to help him understand your perspective. Remember, it's okay to seek help 
and take care of your mental health. You're not alone in this, and there are professionals who can provide support and guidance. Our fourth post of the day is titled, My Boyfriend Won't Have Sex With Me Because of RuneScape's Double XP Week. Me, 26 years old female, and my boyfriend, 24 years old male, have been living together for the past few months since he started university. And we haven't had sex since moving in together because he's busy with school, which I can understand. But then comes Thanksgiving week, and I thought finally we could have some intimate time. However, he seems to believe that gaining experience points in the game RuneScape is a more valuable use of his time than having sex with his girlfriend. We didn't even go to church today because the pastor was out of town visiting his family like most people, and my boyfriend wouldn't use that time he had already set aside because he said he'll make time for God, but not for sex. Sure, the busy weekend's tomorrow, but I don't want to deal with this every three months. What should I do about this? Top comment number one reads, Stealth RuneScape advertisement, better than intimate physical activity. Top comment number two reads, I didn't read your post and I can't offer any advice, but thank you. The title made me smile and burst out laughing for once, and I really needed that today. Top comment number three reads, That's the kind of commitment and work ethic he'd pass along to your children if he was to ever have sex with you again. Our GPT-4-powered relationships expert Dorothy had this to say. To address your concerns, here are concrete steps to follow. 1. Initiate an open and honest conversation. Choose a calm, neutral time to discuss the lack of intimacy. Avoid starting this conversation during a time when emotions are high or when either of you is distracted. 2. Express your feelings and needs. Clearly articulate your perspective on the importance of intimacy in your relationship. Use I statements to avoid sounding accusatory. For example, I feel disconnected when we don't spend intimate time together. 3. Listen to his perspective. Ask him to share his views on the situation. Understand the reasons behind his prioritization of school and gaming. It is important that both of you feel heard. 4. Discuss solutions. Propose a plan to balance his school commitments, leisure time, and your relationship needs. Scheduling regular date nights or intimate time can create a routine that accommodates both of your needs. 5. Consider counselling. If communicating on your own does not lead to a resolution, suggesting couples counselling can provide a platform for guided discussion and help improve your relationship. 6. Self-reflect. Consider your own needs and whether the relationship is fulfilling them. If your attempts at communicating and finding a middle ground are unsuccessful, you may need to evaluate whether this relationship aligns with your values and desires. Remember, both partners in a relationship should feel valued and satisfied. It is important to work together to ensure a healthy balance that meets both of your needs. That's it for today's show, which was made by me, Alexander King, using GPT-4, GPT 3.5 Turbo, and 11 Labs text-to-speech. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving a 5-star review. Your feedback helps us improve and reach more listeners. See you next time.